What is up, everybody? At my house, Casa del Wolf, in my little back office. Got some pretty potentially exciting news about that. Not about the office. There's not a whole lot exciting about my office. But some exciting shit might happen back here soon. Boogity boogity. Boogity boogity. Wait, it sure is hot as fuck in this office. It was an addition. And so, I remember when we moved in here, I was like, does that back room get super hot? And the guy was like, nah, that's fine. It's really fine. Got a lot of windows. And I was like, oh, okay. But there's no vents in here. So, what I'm basically saying is that, well, he lied. Because, you know, it's, I know parts of the country is cold. This office right now, hot as fuck. Chill out, me, yeah. Oh, guys. I have so many things to talk to you about and not a lot of time. Let's get right to it. Um, first. Through this podcast, and uh, I want to remind everybody, do one good thing for yourself today. One good thing. Set at least 10 minutes aside for yourself. Remember, this is what we're doing. 10 minutes a day for yourself, and then do at least one nice thing for somebody else. That could take two seconds. I say it over and over again. could just be a smile. You could open the door. When I see people... um, servicemen and women in the airport like i'll buy them coffee or lunch or whatever but let's try to do one nice thing a day for somebody else right and like i said it could be two seconds two seconds just say thank you tell somebody they're doing a good job anything um but guys i have some questions and i want to discuss a couple things with you uh okay so you know i'm on a big kick of like look you're only on this rock once so you know do shit, try shit, enjoy yourself. Look, if your day of enjoyment is ser- seriously not leaving the house and sitting on the couch, that's what you should do. But if your day of enjoyment is not, you know what I mean? Like, you're on this rock one time. Do what you love to do. Okay, so, and also, I've been on this thing about, you know, I tell all my kids that the only true failure is not trying. Right? The only true failure, to me, if you try and something and it doesn't work that is not a failure that's not a failure the only true failure is not trying the only true failure is saying what if i had fuck that so here's what i'm thinking about doing you ready i think and look i don't okay all right let me just say what i'm thinking about doing and then i'll break it down for you i'm thinking about auditioning for the voice now I am under no delusion that I'm going to win the voice. I'm under no delusion that anyone's going to turn their fucking chair for me. I'm under no delusion that I make it on the show. But I, it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Like my is just to do it. I love singing. I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. But I just like doing it. You know, and I've, I've, I've stopped myself from auditioning. Because, look, I'm in the comedy community, 
you gotta be very careful, man. People will kill you for shit, right? And I because we're comics, I I understand the shitstorm that would come to me. Look, you know, uh, I've told you before, I got asked to do some muscle fitness magazine stuff. Not the muscle fitness magazine, but some fitness magazines. And I said no. One, because that's not my thing. But two, I'm a comic. If I, there's only been one comic who's done muscle, like a fitness mag that I can think of. Uh, maybe, well, there are two, but one dude deserved it. <laughs> but And he got killed for it in our community, got killed. But here's the way I'm looking at it. I can't be scared. And if I truly am telling my kids that the only failure is not trying then this would be the ultimate, you know, because the failure would come in front of millions of people. Um, and I just want to show them that that's okay because I can just say I did it. And look, there's the odds are that 0%, 0.0% chance that I make it on the show. But I think I'm going to send in a tape. I think I'm going to send in a tape and just see what happens. You know, now I got to think what, song to send in uh, and I gotta tell you the three songs that I came on today are completely different but the same um, I would either go on and sing uh, Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye this is what I would audition uh, Rebel Yell by obviously by Billy Idol um, or Mm. And here, you know, iffy, 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 but I, I, there are a couple country tunes that I think that I could at least not be terrible at. But guys, I'm the, uh, 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 and by the way, this has been one of my problems. It's one of the reasons that I'm not nearly as successful as I think I could be. I don't focus well, you know, um, when you think of other comics or actors, you're like, oh, that's the guy or that's the girl who does this or that's the guy or that's the girl who says this. And I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. Like I haven't taken time to build up. My crowd is so diverse because I'm all over the place. I'm fucking all over the place. So, um, but this is something I think I would want to do. Oh, guys, can I say this? Beth's movie get distribution. I believe Lionsgate. What? Huge. Huge news. Huge news. It means it's going to be in theaters, motherfuckers. Yeah. You heard. Um, but yeah, back to the voice. So if I, I sexual healing um, may be my best. Maybe wanted dead or alive. But sexual healing may be my best. That may be it's the sweet spot for my voice because it doesn't go too high. It doesn't go too low. Um... Uh, it's the song that Beth likes the most that I sing to her. Maybe I'll just audition, send it in, and just so I can just check that shit. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it. And then I'm gonna challenge you guys. I'm gonna challenge you guys to start checking things. I want you guys, I know you're gonna wait for me, that's cool, and I'll tell you when I send in the tape, but I want you guys to... Even, doesn't be he gotta be huge buckleless shit like swimming with dolphins, well, swimming dolphins is like going to the moon or whatever. Having sex with Pam Anderson or whatever. Pam Anderson, nobody's. That's not on anyone's bucket list anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah. 
I would love for you guys to tweet me at Josh Wolf Comedy when you start hitting things on your bucket list. I would love for you and I to do that together. That would be awesome. Um, so that's that, man. I think I'm going to do that. Uh, the exciting news about The Office, not only are Freddie and I going to live stream a bunch of stuff, I think through Twitch, but, oh, I may be, I may, I figured out a way to do my late night R-rated, no-holds-barred, semi-talk show here. When I mean semi-talk show, I'm not going to be interviewing people. It's going to be a... In my brain, what it is, is like a combination between a panel show, and I don't want to say Chelsea, because I don't think we'll be hitting entertainment all that much. Maybe we will, but a panel show and a podcast. So I think the idea, and plus, but with no rules and no censor and probably have booze here and if somebody wants to smoke weed they can smoke it'll just be like um and um i think what i'll come up with four or five topics right from the things that i'm interested in like one from sports one from weird shit one from my personal life probably one from social or political world nothing too heavy but you know uh, things that we all care about and then a wild card i'll pick one of each and i'll start at the top of the show i think i probably got to cap the show off at like 20 or 30 minutes maybe not and we'll just get through as many topics as we can but what i mean combo between panel and podcast guys you know me i tangent and i and i want to encourage people to come on once we start talking about topics if they if it veers off into something else then it veers off and eventually we find our way back but um r-rated probably definitely and uh just fun i mean people somebody asked me what my brand is the other day they said what's your brand and i said fun like I, i'm fun i like to i'm a little mischievous i guess i like to play practical jokes but fun that's my brand i like to have fucking fun and so that's what this show is gonna be it's gonna be fun and uh i'm pretty excited about it pretty excited i'm sitting down again with somebody next week to see if we can put that together but i i'm really excited about it um so here are a couple things um somebody asked me uh oh saw somebody get bur- shit on by a bird today Great. Ugh, the look on their face. They were crossing the street and bird shit right on her bangs and it kind of dripped down onto her forehead. It was, you know, I don't want to say that I was happy it happened because that's not true. But I wasn't sad. <laughs> oh, it was so fun to watch. Uh, I've had bird shit on me a bunch. It's not a good feeling. And I stepped in dog shit this morning on the sidewalk. Hey, if your dog shits on the sidewalk, you're a fucking savage. If you don't at least kick it over to the grass, maybe you're an asshole and you don't pick up your dog shit. Okay, one thing. But move it over, man. And I'm assuming it's a dude. I'm assuming it's a dude. Move it over. Because if I saw that happened, I would literally... I would follow you with that bag of poop and I would open it up and put it in your mailbox. Yeah. Oh, anybody followed me on Facebook live today, by the way, I went off on this tangent and then I got to get back. I want to get to this question. Somebody asked me, which I thought was a great question. Um, if anybody followed me on Facebook live today, which a bunch of you did, the numbers are growing guys. We're having a fun time over there on Facebook live. 
If you guys aren't following me on my fanbook page, fan fan page on Facebook, fanbook page, get over there. The Facebook Live is a lot of fun. We do like 40, 45 minutes, probably three or four mornings a week, sometimes at night when I'm kind of high. And uh, oh, the last episode of Getting Doug with High, by the way, with Ben Gleave and me and Doug, super fun. That, that was the latest one. Um, but I'm walking down by the river. I walk Rocky a lot down by the LA River. And there was three bags of trash. You guys know how much I fucking hate littering. It's, to me, so selfish. And you're saying I'm the only fucking person in the world because this is my living room. No, this is all our living room, man. This is you, Not just you live here. Everybody fucking lives here. I think it's so disrespectful. I see people throwing cigarettes out the window. Oh, that shit drives me crazy. And trash drives me, you lazy fucks. Wait. There's trash cans. Put that shit in your car. Put it in your pocket. We didn't buy the McDonald's. Anyway, it drives me crazy. Litter drives me crazy. It's such a simple thing that everyone could do to make everybody's life better. You selfish motherfuckers. Anyways, so bags of trash all opened up, and I was pissed. Just food all over the place, mail, you know, diapers, just gross. So I looked, and I saw that there was an address and a name. And it was right on my street. Well, basically, not on my street, but in my neighborhood. So I told everybody on Facebook that I was going to go knock on the door and ask them what the deal was. Now, I didn't. I wasn't confrontational. Uh, I, I don't particularly want to get shot. So I wasn't confrontational up front, but I knocked on the door. It was a woman named Ruth Ann. I knocked on the door. I said, is Ruth Ann in? And she said, I'm Ruth Ann. I said, hey, listen, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but I think, I think people are looking through your trash. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, there's three of your big black trash bags down by the river, and they're opened up. And she was like, what? And I said, yeah. And turns out, everybody, and you guys who were watching on Facebook Live who said maybe she didn't, she didn't know, whether she knew or not, she pretended like she didn't. And she seemed genuinely surprised. When we walked down to the river, she was like, oh, my God, look at this. I'm like, it's, yeah. And she was like, let me get a rake. And she went down with a rake and um, helped her rake it up. But I know you. a lot of you guys are worried. You can't be worried, guys, about your community. Y- y- that's how shit goes south. People get scared and they don't say anything. Look, I'm not saying I stopped a-, a terrorist attack today. But it's just a little thing. Guys, we have to hold each other accountable. And it turns out she was glad that I went to the house. So I'm just saying, uh, don't be scared, everybody. Don't be scared. You, you believe in something? that's okay then then you have every right to believe in that and to stand up for that and and to try to fix whatever it is or whatever 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 the fuck is your world too keep saying it over and over again hey you've got one trip on this rock now if if your goal is to chase money then do it but if you if somebody said you're dying tomorrow and you were mad that you chased money your whole life then that's not what you're supposed to be doing Look, we all want some money. That's not a problem. We all want money. It makes us more comfortable. But it's not everything. It isn't everything. And guys, I know some people are saying that's easy for you to say you. I I know some people think I'm rich. I'm so far from rich, guys. I'm so far from rich. You think I'm on the road 46 weeks a year because I'm rich? You think that's what I want to do 46 weeks a year? I love doing stand-up, but I could do a fuckload of it in town. You think I want to be away from my family 46 weeks a year because I'm rich? No. 
That's not how it goes. So I'm just saying, everybody, the more I've been gone, the more it's made me realize that there's other things going on that are important that I never want to look back when I'm 70. Man, I'm going to say this and trying not to cry. You know, I, I, uh, whatever popularity I had with the show and all that shit with Chelsea, and even when I was touring with Larry the Cable Guy a little bit before that, came at the expense of, you know, I didn't, I didn't spend, I, I watched Jacob, you know, my other kids came back and forth between my house and my ex's house, but Jakey was here the whole time. And, and, um, you know, one thing I could say about my dad, my dad wasn't the most expressive dude in the world. And he didn't emote, and I don't think he told me he loved me until his dad died. But he showed up. He was he showed up at everything. And that left an indelible impression on me. He showed up. And um, that was important to me. And uh, going on the road so much, you know, when you are on the road so much and you come home and you're like, oh, shit, he looks taller. When you miss that, that was that for me was the a really tough thing for me to deal with. I had a, my own little personal fight with myself many nights in my hotel room, fucking sobbing after talking to him on the phone about a baseball game or a basketball game that he played in, and that I had missed that I swore I would never miss. And so it took a long time to kind of reconcile that with myself. And as that started to happen, I've also started to realize that there's just other things. It, it's Look, I'm not saying don't go. And if you love your job, which I love my job, good for you. But if there are other things that you want to do, don't be scared. Don't. And, and here's another thing. You know, my dad was also a, a cheap dude, but we didn't have a whole lot of money. Not, when I say cheap, I don't, but he was frugal. We didn't have a whole lot of money. And so we saved money wherever we could. Um, and I, I think that's important guys. You should be frugal. Uh, you don't spend all willy nilly, but if there's an opportunity for you to spend a little money in order to have an experience that you want, spend that fucking money. Uh, 10 years from now, you're not going to know where that a hundred dollars went or that $200 went, but you'll remember that trip you took or that concert you went to or whatever that hooker you had sex with, whatever you want to do, you make your experiences. I'm just saying, guys, live your fucking lives. Okay, so the question this dude asked me. In town, uh, it was a uh, uh, producer. He said, hey, where can I find, I need like a really funny 25-year-old comedian. And I said, that doesn't exist. It's a unicorn. And he was like, that can't be true. And I said, it does, there doesn't, there are no great 25-year-old comedians. And this is what I want to tell you guys about my art. Not just me, but comedy. And this is why sometimes when I, when we get mad at, at, at uh, hecklers or people talking or texting during our shows, I don't think you understand the amount of work it goes into being great at stand-up. There have been actors that have won Oscars. Teenagers. There have been great musicians that have come out with great music. Young people. Young the Beatles were putting on number one hits. I think George Harrison was 19, 20, something like that. You ever seen a 19-year-old stud comedian? No? It doesn't exist. It does, it, it's an impossibility. It takes so much time for this craft. As a, It takes so much time 
so much fucking time to put into it. It is such a mind fuck and it has so many nuances and there's so many roadblocks, real and imaginary, that that shit doesn't exist, a genius 25-year-old comedian. And if I'm missing one, please tell me. I would love to know. But you, there's a reason when you go, who are the top 10 comedians? And you go like, oh, fucking Burr or Rogan. What age are all those guys? Ron Wy, whoever you want to say, who's just genius. Joey Diaz, if you like him. Burt Kreischer, I don't know who you like. Chelsea Handler. Uh, although I don't think anyone's ever called her a genius comedian. That's not a knock, and she would tell you the same thing. Amy Schumer's in her 30s. I don't know if anyone will call her a genius comedian either. Uh... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Margaret Cho, Jen Kirkman, who I consider Jen Kirkman a genius comedian, but she's 40. She's 40. It doesn't happen. And this is why we get mad because when you've worked and you've done your five minutes at the fucking chuckle hut, uh, in front of two people, and then you've driven an hour to do another five-minute set in front of two people at the Yuck Yuck uh, Caboose, and you put all that time in, and when you get up and you're doing your fucking work, and somebody's on their phone or, or yapping to their friends at the table, sometimes we snap. Not all times. We understand it's part of the gig, unfortunately, but sometimes we snap, and that is why, guys. It is a grind, and it's fucking grueling. And you can always get better. And shit, you know, the guys that are out there now are churning out material. Fuck, it is so difficult. Now, I don't know how old Gerard, Gerard Carmichael is. But I can't imagine he's younger than 30. Um. Anyways. But that's why, man. That's why, guys. That's why. That's why. That's why. Because it is. It. It. it, it is, it's a. It's a unicorn. There's no such thing as a genius twenty-five-year-old comedian. Um, I read a story today, where a five-year-old gets suspended for school, for pretending a stick with a was a gun on the playground. Hey, you social justice warrior motherfuckers who are helping to ruin this country. You far left who are just as fucking nutso as the far right. You far left who actually suppresses people's rights and the First Amendment just as much as anybody else. What the fuck? It's a five-year-old. You can't play cops and robbers anymore? You can't play cowboys and Indians anymore? Yeah, I said Indians. Yeah, I said cowboys and Indians. Yeah, I'm not saying cowboys and Native Americans. I'm just not. The name of the game is Cowboys and Idiots. We can't do that shit anymore? Cops and robbers? You can't play army at recess anymore? And who cares if she's holding somebody up and pretending to be the bad guy? I don't care. She didn't hit anyone with a stick. Who cares? Suspending a five-year-old. You think that five-year-old has any idea why she's being suspended? The only thing she understands is that you're telling her she's a bad kid. It's the only thing she understands. Guys, we've gone so far over into making sure that nobody's ever upset. What a fucking terrible place to live. It's okay to be upset. It's also okay 
for a child to be upset or for a child to have skin their knee. It's the only way that you can, as a human being, realize, okay, well, that happened. How do I recover from that? Because if you don't allow them to do that as children, then you have what you have now, which is a bunch of grown-up fucking babies walking around our country. Because we've protected these little people for so long. I'm not saying send them out into the street juggling with no helmet. But I am saying let them solve the issues themselves. Let them, let them, let them, let them fall off their bike with no elbow pad or knee pad. Let them scrape their knee. Let them feel the fucking pain. And then let them get back up and get on the fucking bike. What's the problem? You never scraped your knee? You never scraped your elbow? Your parents, who I'm sure loved you very much, you didn't do some crazy shit? Of course you did. You okay? Yeah, of course you are. You just learned to brush that shit off. Why aren't you letting your kids do the same thing? Why aren't you letting your kids experience the same shit you experienced? That's it. You know, and by the way, Doug Stanhope is one of my favorite jokes. Look, I understand being safe with kidnapping and pedophiles. I get it. But also, guys, you can't make your kids scared to go outside. There's got to be a balance. Doug Stanhope's joke was like, nobody wants to fuck your ugly kid. Why does everybody think everybody wants their, that somebody wants to fuck their kid? Super funny joke. I'm paraphrasing and ruining it, but his point being, guys, and there's no more pedophiles, I bet you, percentage-wise than there were back then. We just have websites that tell you exactly where they live so it can scare the fuck out of you. Yes, guys, just like everything else, in danger. Be careful. You want to be careful, but you don't want to raise scared people. And you don't want to raise people who don't know how to solve problems. And you don't want to raise people who don't know how to overcome adversity. Or else those people you're going to be taken care of for the rest of your fucking lives. I couldn't even believe it. Last thing I want to talk to you about. Because I got to pack and get ready to get on a plane. So I may start running bits by you guys. What do you think about that? Bits? Tiny bits? Big bits. Well, Big Bits was my nickname in high school. Um, I don't know. I, I'm so nervous about it because I don't want to ruin bits for when you come see me. So maybe I won't do that. Not that you're coming to see me. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. I'm, I told you these are going to be sometimes longer, sometimes quicker, sometimes whatever. But uh, I I hope you guys enjoy hearing me ramble. Um, I do want, um, to start, I think I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start promoting the podcast again. I haven't promoted it in so long, but if you know anybody that might like this type of show, we're positive. Um, uh, sometimes it's funnier than, than, and sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's just me sitting in my office, sweating my balls off, uh, just looking at that joint. Waiting for it to be 8 o'clock. Did you know that I generally don't smoke until 8 p.m.? I just don't. I know some people. I don't wake and bake. I don't smoke during the day. I don't. I smoke enough. But not generally. You know, vacation is different. And Tuesdays. And Thursday. Thursday afternoons. And sometimes Friday morning when I eat pancakes. But besides that. No. 8 o'clock. 
is generally when I like to do it. Um, it, it depends. If I'm doing a high walk, I'll do seven just so I have a little bit of a buzz. Oh, high walk update, update. I was going to start doing them in cities with you guys. And I was going to do a contest and, you know, and then my lawyer was like, that is a definite no. And I said, what's the problem? He goes, if something happens, you're 100% liable. You could get sued. Who the hell knows what happens? And he said, on top of that, you're going to be announcing you're out with a bunch of people walking around high. What if someone comes by and robs you guys? What if one of the people that wins the contest is a murderer? I'm like, well, shit. That's why you're a lawyer and I'm a dumbass comedian because I'm like, everybody get in my car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the high walk update update is that I can't do that with people because it's bad. Let me just break it down. He could have just said that to me. He said a bunch of words that I didn't understand. He could have just said it's bad. And I'd have been like, all right. Um, but that's it. I'm spending the weekend, this weekend, with the lovely, beautiful, talented Bethany Ashton Wolf in Denver. If you listen to this, 30th, 31st, and the 1st. Next week, I'll be with Jacob Wolf in Boston, Massachusetts, April 6th, 7th, and 8th. Guys, I'm doing a roast of Big Poppy on June 22nd in Boston at the House of Blues. Tickets will be available soon. The lineup is scorching fucking hot. Oh, scorching hot. And uh, Orlando, the week after that, um, what is it, the 13th through the 15th, Mark Ellis from Schmo's Nose is opening for me, and Freddie Prince Jr. will be there. Are you listening to Prince and the Wolf? Are you going to ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates? Are you high-fiving me when you see me? Let's just get that shit going. Be good to each other. Do something for yourself. Do something for somebody else. Let's turn this motherfucker around. Guys, there's just a lot of negative energy out there right now. I'm such a firm believer in energy. I know that sounds hippy-dippy, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. You can tell good energy from bad. You can feel it when people walk into a room. You can feel it when you walk into a room yourself and you're like, oh, something... You ever walk into a sporting event, you walk in there and you're like, you can almost just like, hard to catch your breath because you're like, wow, like the energy in there is so crazy, right? You can feel it, good and bad. Right now, there's just a, there's a dark cloud. We can change that shit. One thing at a time. One day at a time. One person at a time. Hey, uh, tell somebody if you like this podcast. Tell somebody. And uh, let's grassroots this, this big motherfucker. I mean, I keep saying let's grassroots it. You know, and by the way, <laughs> I need to work on my honesty. Not the fact that I'm not honest, but the fact that maybe I'm too honest. I had somebody, one of my reps was, was like, hey, I listened to your, I saw your Facebook Live and you were talking about how your show wasn't sold out and there weren't that many people at the late show. Don't do that. I'm like, why? And he was like, you want to make everything seem like an event, like they're missing something. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not. Like, that just wasn't the best show. We had a good time. Everybody at the show had a good time. I did a, had a great set. I haven't had a real bad set, I don't know, seven years? Maybe that's not true. But people were coming having a good time. I'm worried about that. I'm just worried about spreading the word. You know, it goes back to what I said at the very beginning of the podcast. I, I, I'm not specific enough and I don't have a lot of dudes that come to my shows. Like, for whatever reason, bros are not Team Josh Wolf. It's an interesting thing. And I, those of you who have seen my show, 
I don't know if my show is geared towards guys, but I'm definitely, it's definitely not dainty. But for whatever reason, I don't get, I have friends who get tables of bros that come to see them. I do not get the bros. I get couples that come together, but I never get just dudes that come. Beth just walked by the office because it looks, sounds, it's so weird that I'm talking to myself, huh? I am just in here talking to myself. What do you do often anyway? What, talk to myself? Yeah. I know I do. <laughs> Love you, What's going on? What? what how, how do I get some of that? Is that true? Yeah. Guys, listen. <laughs> I got to go. Um, yeah, I was talking about the bros thing. Interesting to me. No, not a lot of dudes. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, but 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 it goes back to my rep saying, like, my rep would tell me not to say that. My rep would say, hey, tell everybody that everybody comes to the show. I would tell you this. I think everybody would like my show. It's just not everybody comes. So we got to get some more bros out there. Uh, and that's it. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm having such a good time right now in life. I'm definitely not the most successful I've ever been. I'm definitely not the most popular I've ever been. I'm definitely not the most visible I've ever been. But I'm happy. I want you to be happy. And uh, let's spread that shit. And come see my shows, fuckers. (laughs) All right. Love you. Later.